Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ribbit. 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 Hello and welcome to Two in the Side Tank, the show where we come up with a number of an idea. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, uh, I'm Alistair George William Trombley Birchall. And I am Al- a- a- and Andy. <laughs> Andy's brain has just shut down as we're trying to do one of the extra podcasts. I put so much into the regular po- podcast, Alistair. I, I don't even have. You don't have anything left. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I, I mean, luckily, this is going to be a plodcast. You know, it's just going to be me going through the motions. That's okay, you know? Andy, because today, in this uh, Patreon-exclusive uh, episode, we have the most specific suggestion for what number of uh, uh, ideas that we have uh, for we have what, to... what it's going to be. So, so we, this is for people who give us $8, can submit what the ideas are that we've got to come up mm-hmm. with, right? And which, one of them, Daniel you, K. Daniel K., has suggested. Look, he's not the first person to suggest something, but he is um, the most person. Yeah, to he's the it. most person to have suggested something, and he suggested it so specifically that we felt like this was jumping the queue. And because we're like, well, is this too intense yeah. for an early episode of Two in the Side Tank, <laughs> or is this what's going to jolt Two in the Side Tank into discovering what it is? Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, part of the hero's journey, everything, everyone needs a challenge. That's right. You know, well, something to force you to engage with the world around you. Okay. So here we are. So this is for his two in the side tank show idea is, I want you to brainstorm five sex toy designs. You can do one or two wishy-washy fulfills your emotional needs instead of your physical needs like a butt plug that makes you breakfast in bed sex toy design <laughs> ideas. But don't shy away from ideas that are just like, oh, a big thing shaped like this that you're sticking in, in and out of yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel almost insulted by how well he summarized what we are. Um, Look, he's a man who knows what he wants. <laughs> but he also knows what he's dealing with. <laughs> he knows that we would have just come up with a bunch of ideas. Wishy-washy, mm-hmm. emotional. <laughs> Emotion- yeah, exactly. We're, you know, oh, what about if it satisfies all your, your satisfaction You're for life? You're yearning for yeah. a deeper meaning. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, look, actually on that, mm. I mean, if, 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 while, we're, while we're burning wishy-washy ideas, yeah. I think absolutely a... Um, a sex toy that goes deep into you spiritually. Yeah. Is, okay, that's great. Is is definitely on the cards. You so know, like, like one that's like shaped like a priest. Shaped like a. Pr- <laughs> or just a you know a crucifix, but one of the sticks. <laughs> I feel like there that I mean I, that almost certainly already exists. Well, yeah, the upside down crucifix like used in the in the Exorcist. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the perfect shape because it's like a a sword with the hilt, mm. the mm. hilt and the and the stuff that stops you. You know, the the the, the sort of the extending parts of the uh, of the crucifix kind of stop it from going in too deep and getting lost. Yeah, in there, especially if you're sort of, I guess, masturbating your butt. Maybe that is, <laughs> maybe that is what you want though. One that goes inside you and gets lost. You know, yeah. one that <laughs> becomes a part of you. Great. You know? Well, like kind of like those 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 stitches that that get absorbed over time, mm. but like a dildo. <laughs> yeah, made out of that same stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> that over time dissolves into your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> but you put it in, and then like I don't know, a month later. Yeah, it's just nowhere to be found, <laughs> and it's just in you. 
Yeah, oh, that's good. Maybe it could be like it could it's have not just in you; it's throughout you. Yeah, so it could, maybe it could be it's like dissolvable stitches mixed with a multivitamin tablet. Okay, <laughs> yes, yeah, something that's going to be like absorbed into the cells. Yeah, We're talking like you know, it's 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 biocompatible. Um, mm-hmm. uh, dissolve, you know, water soluble and uh, yeah. Water compatible. Yeah, yeah. Can we get it so that each little molecule that makes up the dildo is itself shaped like a little dildo? I'm sure we can design a molecule that is that shape. Design right, so a molecule. It gets into, yeah. Yeah, so we've got... You design molecules. Well, You're looking at me like I'm a fuckhead. No, I know, but you don't. You don't. You design them for what they do rather than their shape. Not but I think, anymore. Yeah, that's true. This yeah, is an aesthetic choice. Yeah. Okay. I don't care what it does. <laughs> As no. long as it looks like a dildo. Well, I, no. The other thing that I want it to do is it to be. It has to be able to be transported via reverse osmosis into cells. Mm. So it has to actually penetrate cell membranes. So every individual cell yeah. of your body is fucked by yeah, this thing. Okay. And oh, fucked. Yeah. They're great because yeah. there's, there's, there's double meanings of it. Yeah. 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 So I mean, it's prob- in this case, it's probably going to be both meanings because God knows what this is going to do to well, you. Well, I mean, if it, really, if it really fucks you up, like if it's the kind of thing that could kill you, we could then also sell it to Switzerland for one of those sort of like... Uh, Suicide. Yeah, euthanasia kind of thing. Ah, oh, this is great. What a way to go. You know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, just... I mean, like, I don't know if this is too intense, but sort of... You know, masturbating away the you know the thing, and then it becomes you, and then mm. the sweetest release of all, the as sweetest, you say, Alistair. That's right, <laughs> death. Um, I, I like I don't you know I, I don't even know if this is not even a weird thing. Maybe you know in Europe, suppositories are kind of more the norm. I don't, that might be a myth. What? What? That might be a myth. But I thought I heard that suppositories were more the norm than. Just taking things orally. Is that because they're on the other side of the earth? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like the antipodes, you know, mm-hmm. down here we in Australia, we take pills through the mouth. Yeah. But over there It's all just in pill- the up over. Yeah, it's all the pills in the butt. Or dissolvable dildos in the butt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh I don't know what I'll we call, call it. Philip Nitschke, let him know. <laughs> <laughs> Exit International, more like entry international. <laughs> Is that his name, name of his company? Exit International, yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Mm, yeah. I mean, it, it's like the entry through the exit. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, Look, that's that's the first sex toy idea. I don't know. What, will we exclusively talk about this going up the butt? Because it could also go anywhere. In the right? vagina. Or the mouth. Yeah, or the mouth. That's true. I mean... It's just that you don't tend to, like, masturbate with your mouth. No? Like, you don't tend to... I mean, you, you see in videos sometimes women use the dildo in the mouth, but I think that's more for the viewer than it is for them. Sure, So it's sure. not like a thing that you do alone. So, maybe. well, I mean, they're just getting the satisfaction of a... Of your pleasure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's knowing your audience. Mm. You know, uh, it's serving... It's a higher, a, a higher, I guess, depending on what, what altitude you're at. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Altitude. Um, that uh, is 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 very good, and I think that counts as one that is not an a wishy washy emotional one as well, Daniel K. No, but I think in the yeah. end we took that to a genuine place of this is a. Yeah, I mean, like I've just written it down as a sex toy that becomes you. Um, I yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, I, what about something, sorry, and I realize that this is just an extension of this one, but you know how there's, you know, in DNA people who do, have worked with certain fish and different creatures like that, and, or, or rats, I think let's say they've worked with mice, and they've made them glow in the dark. Yes. Because I was trying to think of something, what's something that you could put in each cell that would actually have a lasting effect on you? Mm. What if the dildo did you know, that eventually becomes you, gets into all your cells, and, and you can you see glow. that by, it, it gives you the ability to glow in the dark. <laughs> I mean, absolutely, Alistair. Mm. People say that, you know, you can get a bit of a post-sex glow. Yeah. <laughs> well, this, I mean, it's deeply literal. Because then that can also, you know, that can also affect other, you know, that could turn into... You can serve a fetish for somebody else then. Maybe mm. somebody's got some kind of like want to have sex with an alien mm. or somebody who glows in the dark. I don't know if that's a 
fetish, but I feel like if you can come up with it, then it can exist. Mm. Yeah, and I think we're we're always pushing into new territory in that regard. Yeah, and and that's how you can show that the dildo has become you as well. Yeah, you know, if you kind of have one of those like, it's sort of like having an impregnation fetish, which I, b- mm. I believe is not uncommon. Mm, sure, uh, people love the idea, but but just you know, with self masturbation. Yeah, yeah, I I, I want to be uh, filled up. Yeah, with I an want, inner light. With an inner light. Oh, it's, um, a, it's a it's the fleshlight, really, isn't it? But it's a, it's a much more it's it's a true fleshlight. Yeah, because yeah. there's light in your flesh. Yeah, your your flesh becomes the light. It's a light flesh. Yeah, because really, a fleshlight there's actually no light. No, and no, no flesh. No, there's actually no flesh. It's a rubber. It's a rubber tube. It's quite misleading. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the real fleshlight. Um, now I th- also think though maybe uh, how about this right. Yep. It's a sex toy that doesn't go into your body at all. So this is the flip side of that one. Okay. Right? And this is one that just sort of comes into, I guess, your personal space mm-hmm. or your life in some way. <laughs> just gets in your personal space, like yeah. sort of just close to your face. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know if it, people are turned on by that, mm. but it's um, it's definitely an experience. And in fact... <laughs> How about this? Because because you know when you're on like a tram or something like yeah. that, and it and there's too many people on there, and you just feel like that that presence of just like being jammed in, and it's quite unpleasant, mm. right? But then you get out, mm. and that's really nice. Yeah, that's right. True. So what if it's like that? What if this is basically the experience of being on a tram, and it's just what it is a whole lot of basically latex bodies that sort of hang around you like slabs of meat in a cool room, Mm -hmm. right? And you sort of insert yourself in between them and are jostled, right? And then you're able to get out Yeah. and then that's the release. Yeah, okay. I think there needs to be like a feeling of danger, you know, like like maybe it's closing in on you or... More keep getting jammed in or something like that, yeah. They just keep adding, but also... And then la- ticket inspectors, some latex ticket inspectors ticket, start making yeah. their way down from the other end. But also what's missing, though, from the tram, being on a tram or a crowded mm. train or a bus or something like that, is by, by being latex, there's no sweating through it that's mm. going on. And I think yeah. maybe there needs to be kind of like a, like a, a through sweat. Yeah. So it could be like... Um, it could it's, be like a steam room kind of a situation. Yeah, but like what what they're made out of, right? I think there needs to, so on the outside there needs to be some kind of cloth. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now on the inside there's there's going to be a <clears throat> hardened kind of core. Yes. But that's where that will also be a heat source. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. And then on the outside of that there will be a kind of not sponge but kind of like a thick maybe memory foam thing that is laced with water. Right. A flesh like sort of a thing. Yeah. And yeah. then on the outside of that, there's a or, or a couple of layers of mm-hmm. clothing or clothing replacement type things. Can there be one of these that's hanging a little bit further away from you that mm. keeps saying, move down, move down, That'd away from the doors, yeah. move down. Yeah, and I think that one of these things could exist sort of in your house in a panic room. Yeah, but it's kind of like a reverse the opposite panic, of a panic room, room yeah? which is so funny because on the previous episode of the podcast, that was something I was going to pitch to you was the reverse of a panic room. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's really And here we are. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So you just sit on a seat. Maybe you're near these. Cr- they, they slowly but surely, um, you know, it's peak hour. These are slowly but surely kind of getting filled in more and more. Um and then at some point you just get out and you feel really good. Mm. So it's kind of like the, you know you're also getting that sauna effect. Mm. Mm. Can you? Yeah, the sauna, like the the actual that actual relief of getting out of the sauna. Mm. Yeah. And then yeah. You, you you almost want to plunge out of it into a total void. Yeah. You know of nothingness. If you choose, can you have sex with one of the bodies? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose no, that's. You know. I, I don't. I think that's inappropriate. I think. I think. Ooh, uh, you, you, it's not. It's not that kind of. So you just kind of get out and then you masturbate. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Or I mean, I think this is a higher re- form of uh, satisfaction than sex. Than sex. So, yeah. so it's not a because sex toy then. It, well, because you are the entire. You are the ejaculate. Yeah. Right. In this situation, your whole body. Mm. You know. Is yeah, that's true. Being. 
squid. I mean, if it turns out that what you're actually recreating is actually just the sperm and the balls, Mm. and then you you come out of it. Oh, they would be so jostled and moist. Oh, moist and jostled. And then then at some point as they're going up the tube, they're getting joined by the prostatic fluid. Yeah. Like that. And then they're really getting shot out. The rush. I would love to see how the mechanics of the projectile of ejaculate works. Would you? Well, I mean, just like, is it kind of like a Nerf gun, like an air pressured? Like, what is the actual propellant? It's got to be a muscular contraction of like the prostate or the area around the prostate that forces the, yeah. you know. But the, it also must, must contract the tube so that it's smaller so that you can get sort of more... Uh, I think it's already like pretty pressure? small. Like, why does it need to contract the tube more? Well, like, it's contracted by the blood that is in the phallus, yeah. the member. But I think if if I've if I've experienced this correctly, you have. I think at the at let the, me tell you right now, you're doing it wrong. At now. the at the moment of a, of, of ejaculation, uh, everything gets denser and tighter sure, and harder sure, sure. and things like that. Because I think if there's a smaller tube. Then yeah. the pressure is higher, which means that you can get sort of more velocity. Mm. I believe that's Bernoulli's uh, theorem. Oh, of, uh, of ejaculation. Of, yeah, of jacking it. Of jacking it. <laughs> Bernoulli. I mean, there's a chance that you know they wouldn't mention it, but there's a chance that Bernoulli's came up with theories through jacking it. I I dare say. Yeah. I mean, how many mathematical theories were ejaculate inspired? Uh, let's see. Uh, there's a binomial theorem, Fibonacci <laughs> sequence. Uh, 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 Pythagoras one, one, two, theorem. Three, four. <laughs> three, four. Three, five. Three, five. Andy, come on. Fuck. I mean, maybe that one was inspired by yeah, ejaculate. Yeah. It was confused by ejaculate, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay, wait. So, I do have a little bit of problems with, you know, you saying that it's a thing that it's above sex, because then it tends tends to not be a sex. You know, we can't. I mean, well, anything can be sex. Anything can be sex. Yeah. Well, then, and then, what? <laughs> um, my next thing is a post-it note dispenser. But, but then again, you're only building, you're only building the the toy. It, it's like you're not dictating how people use it. Not at all. Because I think it can also be used to satisfy those urges some people have for masturbating on public transport. Sure. You know, some yeah. people that are just. You know, maybe in the crowd, there's just a set of eyes that you can set up in there and so that you can meet a set of eyes and then just masturbate to them. Hey, we tell you how to get on. We're not telling you how to get off. That's right. No, that's the slogan Welcome of this tram-based... Tram-based <laughs> public transport panic Sex room. Sex toy. <laughs> it's the number 69, in case you're wondering number which tram it is. tram. Based. Um, yeah. Uh, it gets you where you're going, Al. Uh, okay. Okay, right. That, that, well, that yeah, that, that, that satisfies my idea about the personal space thing, something that just gets mm. in your personal space. Uh, I think that yes. you just... I mean, this is simple. I don't know if this already exists as a sex toy, but just your, just a simple, run-of-the-mill, dry-humping uh, toy. Mm. Okay. So what you need, all you need here is uh, sort of like a sex doll. Mm-hmm. But it probably can just be pants and mm. just, just be like the, the bottom half, mm. right? But, of course, it's nice to have something up top to kind of hold on mm. to. So mm. maybe make a full, a full doll. But really, it's not about looking realistic because I think it's very much this one, because all the clothes are on, everything is, um, is you know, it's, pre, it's very pre-sex. This is something you're trying to recreate of the ages of 15 or 16. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, right, so it's like a... It's like a blue light disco kind of like kind of scenario, or, or like dance. yeah, or like a you know, it's your first or second or third party. Mm. It's these early parties where mm. you've had a chance to break away, go into a bedroom. You're both aware that you're not ready for sex, mm. but you're this is you experimenting. Yeah, right. Okay. And what you've got is your genes yes. pressing up against their genes, yes. and you're discovering that uh, this rubbing feels good. Okay, great. So, well, I think then a lot of this is about context, right? Because this we, we, we want people of mm. any age to be able to experience sure. this, you know, this feeling again, right? Okay. Uh, 
so we need to we need we need to create a vibe. There needs to be the music coming through the wall of the bedroom. I mean, it's it's not uh, it's not improper to suggest that this could be some kind of escape room. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and how many of these ideas are going to be rooms? <laughs> I, but you know, like it's a. It's the the people who offer the escape room service. Yes. They can have a room where you have to get out of it without having impregnated somebody yeah. and without having learned too big a lesson about sex. You just <laughs> you're just what you're trying to discover is the initial points of uh what mm. sex is about. I think I think that's uh, I think that's that's really what it takes to unlock. Yeah, right. You're wearing probably one of those brain suction cup scanner things, right? And it's looking for a specific thought. These, you know, it's so once we've got this technology that can uh, that can either you know you know those ones that can like oh you're thinking the of the little monkey's moving an arm. Yeah, right. Like that a robotic arm. But, but you know, there's these, these these newer ones where like you know. You can picture a key, and it's like, oh, I can see the key, right? So it's once we've got to a point where they can look for a specific thought, yes. which is, I'm discovering um, what sex is about. Yeah. F- but from first principles. Well, I, I see what you're doing there. So Alistair. you have to put yourself in the position. You have to take yourself back, get into character, and forget everything you know. But I think that that's putting a lot of pressure on the individual mind mm. to be able to experience this in exactly the way that the computer thinks that they should be. Like, isn't it an escape room? It's just going through certain motions, right? So it's, I don't it's, know. It's, it's ticking but that's what dry humping is. Certain, it, exactly. It's ticking certain boxes. It's, 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 you know, so it's whatever the social interactions that you and the person that you're you know, you're mutually attracted to mm-hmm. have to go through in order to get to that point where you're making first physical contact. Okay. Right? So there and, and this could be metaphorically established as a series of tests, mm-hmm. um physical challenges in this escape room space. You know, is it mm. getting some drinks? Is it sure. uh Picking the right song on that. Sure, and this is this is just an added feature that we can have to what is essentially just a rubber doll with <laughs> with a set with a pair of Levi's on, and yeah. we've got it. We've got to deal with Levi's. Yeah. The whole room is rubber, by the way. Everything's made out of. And there's no sweating in the room. So, you know, obviously you can just squishy. obviously you can just buy this kind of squishy. It's all inflatable. Essentially, the entire, it's a or stress ball, like a yeah, rubber stress ball sure. kind of thing with jeans on, and then because he's got to have a firmness to it. Mm. That's what it's all about. Dry humping is all about pressure, mm. and and because the texture of jean rubbing up against skin is not that good, but the double jean, <laughs> the double jean against itself, I think the double denim, the double denim, you know, two people. Completing a Canadian tuxedo. Is that is that what the double denim is called? Yeah, oh, that's quite funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, until you made that reference, I had no idea that Canadian people were known for double denim. I think now I do, I think, and yeah. I find it hilarious. I believe there's a few countries that claim it as their tuxedo, but mm, I've definitely heard sure. it's the Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, Canuxedo. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean. Andy, that's as good as it's going to get. That is as good as it's going to get. Let's kill ourselves. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe we could use it through a dildo that becomes us. Yeah. I mean, just the thing is, is that that dildo is a delivery method for any number of drugs or, mm. you know, something that you can wear away. You wear away at the layers of it like a lollipop mm. using sort of the in- inner anal walls. Yep. Sort of like a bar of soap that you just slowly lather on the inside. But it's a slow delivery method that at first you kind of really get it lathering like that. Yeah, but at the end, you, what are you left with? Just like some little sliver no, of at dildo? Some point, at some point, it just slips out of your hand and it just goes oh, up there. Goes. Never, never to be seen again. Okay? Like a wrench. Uh, like uh, a wrench out of the hand of an international space station. Oh. <laughs> Like worker. astronaut worker, <laughs> just <laughs> well, off it goes. It belongs to the abyss now. 
What a beautiful image. Thank you. <laughs> the abyss is obviously your butthole. Uh, and... <laughs> Uh, oh, what was I going to say? This doesn't, Alistair, this episode doesn't need a a language warning because I think we've been quite respectful in terms of language, but it needs a concept warning. <laughs> Look. Because it's a lot of these... Do you think 20 minutes in is a good time to do a warning? A concept warning? Yeah. <laughs> Retroactive concept warning? Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um... Well, I mean, it's it's a it's probably a point of no return warning, right? Because if this is where we've got to so far, yeah. you're already chucking a wrench into the abyss, Alistair. There's yeah. no coming back from that. Yeah, yeah. I think the the dry humping too is like it's it's good because like you don't have to come. Mm. You can, it's just about um, it's just about the joys. You probably of, will later on. I mean, you might, but I mean, sometimes I think like I think I've heard. Some of these like BDSM kind of sex parties and things yeah. like that are they're not about the coming part. Actually, once you get to comings, and that's when it, the fun ends. Yeah, interesting. So yeah, you I mean kinda, that makes sense. Mm. So, but but that is kind of still still the end point. It's still kind of the yeah. It's what you want, but it's not what you want. Gosh, I'm I'm, I'm so confused. I'm learning so much. Well, you know, I mean, look, Andy. We, we, we probably could have got people in who know a bit more about sex so that they could... But hey, you know what? Hey. We're building sex toys for the everyman. Yes. Not, not for the connoisseur. Not for these experts. Yeah. Not for the elite. Exactly. <laughs> this is not for those, you know, for those sexperts and their, yeah. and their ivory towers. Mm. Those ivory towers <laughs> being shoved up. <laughs> Different, um, I don't know. Orify. Orify, leather mm. towers, leather. Mm. But um, what about you know, like obviously the the dry humping thing mm. can be good for for anyone, right? Mm. Uh, I guess this, the, these these dildos can be good for anybody. I guess the, also the tram thing. We're we're currently we've made genderless sex toys. Yeah, which is which is nice. Well, I uh, I, I think I think we have. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I guess anybody could use any of these for. Now, what about? A a sex toy. For, made for the woman, mm. designed by a man. Oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think because we know what they want. Well, I mean, like the the idea of promoting a sex toy that is what guys <laughs> think. This is what they th- guys think you want. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, interesting. And then it kind of recreates. I mean, if you want the experience mm-hmm. of having sex with a guy who doesn't 100% know what he's doing. Yeah. Because. I think you mean a guy. Yeah, a guy. <laughs> um, then. Because, I mean, then currently that's not being offered to you. I don't know. Right? No, it's the, certainly not. It's not certainly not being marketed to you. It might be being offered to you. I, I dare say there are such things. People are offering. Yeah, that that, that 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 men have designed sex toys for women and they don't know what they're doing. That's yeah. almost certainly the case. But they're not using it as a selling point. Yeah, but also it's not they're not selling it as a sex toy that recreates the experience of having sex with a person who doesn't know what they're doing. They're not selling it as that. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, those people aren't the people who are currently selling it. Yeah, that's and, exactly and, what I was saying. And no, no, no. Uh, the difference between what we're saying is that you're saying that it's designed by a man who doesn't know what he's doing. Yes. Right, and but then the women use it, uh, potentially doing their best to make it to be a good experience. Right. So when a woman gets yes. the sex, currently story, that's the situation. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that. N- when a woman buys this one, yes, right, this this uh, sex toy that I'm proposing, uh, 
no matter how hard she tries, <laughs> she can't make this experience good. Alistair, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm on board with this. This is, I agree. <laughs> but it recreates the experience of having a, 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 a sex with a guy who doesn't know what he's doing. Right. Well, I mean, but maybe there is, there maybe, Alistair, within this, there, there is the possibility mm. of enjoying yourself. Right, like I yeah, think in a naive that, kind of way. Well, well, I think maybe that the, the woman has to be given. There has to be hope. You yeah, know, there has to be the hope that maybe this could be okay. Yeah, I <laughs> oh, mean, God, like, this is so far. No, but look, okay. I like to think that maybe what's what's that thing where you look back and you enjoy things from the past in retrospect. No hindsight. The, uh, the other one. Oh, nostalgia. It, nostalgia. Yeah, I'd like to think that you know. A woman might, let's say a woman in her late 50s. Yes. You know, might want to go, well, what's, I would love to go back. You know, I've had sex with my husband for 30 years or whatever. And now I'm, I'm with, you know, I'm, now I'm dating again after yeah. he died. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it would just be great to be like what it's like having sex with a 21 year old again. Can I, can I, can I just do a twist yeah, on that? Sure. Which is that this is a sex toy that you will not enjoy using, but... 20 or 30 years down the track, you will look back on using this sex toy with some fondness as emblematic of an early time when you and and the sex toy were just trying trying things out. Sure. Right? It's, it's, it's so, something to be only enjoyed through the mists of time. In retrospect. In retrospect. And, and that's what they call the lubricant that comes with it. Yes. It's called the mists of time. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay, so what? Great. So so it's just one. Okay. So you sell it. I mean, look, this is this yeah. is different. Yeah. Um, well, this is you know this is a this is this is an investment. Okay. Yeah. Because you are you're not gonna you, you you're not gonna have the best time now, but it is something that you'll be able to look back on and laugh. But it's something that like look back and laugh. Yeah, it's something that lady friends <laughs> buy each other on their like nineteenth birthday. Yes. Right? And you go. This is just something. You use now. You muck around right? with. You muck around with. You have. You, you you try to make it work. Yeah. Don't worry. When you fail, you'll realize you were always supposed to. Yes. Right. And then, in twenty, thirty years, you'll get back together with those lady friends, and you'll laugh about the experiences mm-hmm. that you had back then. Right. But this thing is. There's made... a lot of fumbling. It's built to fumble. It, it just fumbles. Yeah. It's just fum- fumbles. It's all there's... knuckles. Yeah. There's no. There's no. Uh, ideal place to hold on to it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, the the thing that anchors it to the ground as well it might have a thing. That's awkward. You have to be really quiet. Yeah, you gotta be quiet because it's mum's next door. Yeah, and well, it's it's you gotta be quiet. Like unless you are particularly careful, it's a very loud toy. Yeah. <laughs> it's got it's got like a it's like a like a, like somebody's built in like a creaky floorboard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. into it. All right. So then, but this is precision German engineering, oh, and it yeah. will—it's—it's it's a piece of machinery that will last for a hundred and twenty years. Right. right. That's why when you after you fumbled with it when you're nineteen, whatever you do with it, right? It—it it might not even have an insertion point. Yeah. It's like somebody. It's like a guy has invented a a like a scissoring, <laughs> a scissoring <laughs> thing. Yeah. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then you put it away, bottom of the drawer. Every drawer, every time you move, it comes with you. Yeah. Right? It's just in the bottom of one of your clothing drawers. It's just hidden there. Fifty years later, yes, that's when you bring you it out. You pull it out, and you can relive that experience. You d- douse it, and dou- it hasn't learned anything. It hasn't learned anything. <laughs> it's got no better, right? You haven't learned how to use it any better. No, but you've changed, and what your life has changed. Do you think then, are you suggesting that now with your experience, you will find a way to enjoy sex with this thing that was designed not to be enjoyed? I think so. That hope, that hope is still there. I think life experience, having a family, going through, you know, having, having people in your life die, mm. you, know, <laughs> you know. Having people in your life die is crucial to enjoying sex with this device. Yes. It's, it, it's, it's for a more complex type of feeling where you start enjoying things that are not necessarily enjoyable. Absolutely. Right? 
like having kids, right? You you you're, you're spending a lot of time. It's boring. Mm. You're it's it's actually really draining. But it's some of the best living you'll ever do, mm. right? Well, that's what this 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 sex toy provides your ability. Uh, but one thing that it does, like one thing that that it also brings up is that things like, you know, raising kids and 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 people dying is that this one you get to relive. Yeah, you know, this because, is like nothing nothing else in your life, in that it is always there and it's always the same. Yeah, the biological like, clock on this isn't back. ticking. Yeah, yeah, you can go back, and there is a clock on it that does tick, but yeah. it's not a biological <laughs> no. one. It's a beautiful, precise, Swiss-made. Yeah. The clock is Swiss, and the rest of the me- mechanism is German. German, yeah. Well, like you got to get your Swiss clocks. Yeah. Um, right. What, do we have to go into what it looks like, or is that what we we allow? Well, them? it's mostly sort of knees and elbows and knuckles. And I think yeah. I think if there's a place for for where you put your knees, yeah. <laughs> is it a bit like pol- like a Pilates? No, but it has knees okay. as well. It has knees as yeah, well. Yeah, and Great. they're always sort of poking into you and mm, stuff like but that. But you can also grab it, but. Behind the knees, and you can sort of pull it towards you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. If you want, you probably don't. Well, not not, a, not not as a young not as a young woman, you wouldn't. No, but maybe later on. Yeah, later on, you'll figure it out. Mm. It's 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 a toy. It's a sex toy that you only learn how to use through. Uh, that can only be learned how to use through the suffering that comes of of a regular the suffering and joy that comes from a, a just your your average life. Yes. How, I, by the way, I'm sorry. I, I was just distracted in thought, wondering what are we going to call this episode that people aren't going to be embarrassed to listen to it? Because, as we all know, the worst listened to episode of Two in the Think Tank is Poo in the Shorts. Yeah. Nobody downloads that. I think everyone's just ashamed to have something called that on their iPhone. What about devices? Sex, sex toy ideas? No, you can't call it sex toy ideas. Why? Because people will read that and be like, I don't want to listen to. People I think I think people ideas. would want to listen to that. <sighs> poo in the shorts, Andy. If you are linking poo in the shorts to sex toy ideas, I think, in them- it, I think it's an embarrassment. I think it is an embarrassment about having those words on your phone that people will look over your shoulder and see what you're listening to. Mm. I think poo in the shorts and sex toy ideas are unified in that people are not entirely comfortable know- with people knowing that that's what they're consuming. Fornication toy ideas. Fornication is a long. You're not going to process that word if you glance over somebody's exactly. shoulder. Exactly. It's a long. It looks like it says fortress mm. or you know fortification. Mm. Personal enjoyment devices. Mm-hmm. There you go. If you, if you'll let me. Personal fornication enjoyment devices. P feds. Yeah. yeah. It's a classic P fed. Um. Now, I mean, we've we've covered off a few areas of sex. Like, what other ways are there to enjoy yourself rather, rather than, than just rubbing your genitals on something or yeah. having something shoved up one of your orifices? Or in retrospect. Or in retrospect. <laughs> Yeah. The follies of my youth are in glorious retrospect. Are in retrospect glorious. The sex toy that is most enjoyed in retrospect <laughs> for the lady. <laughs> and then eventually, that's the great thing about that, is that eventually the guys will find out that these, you know, uh, 55-year-old women are, in, are loving these and men are going to want one for themselves. Great. But, you know, like a device made for them. Oh, okay, sure. Mm. Well, is that our next idea or do we well, want? Well, no, no, I think we're, we're, we're looking for something else. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, a lot of the principles will be the same. I mean, is this, is this, is this too wishy? No, I can't, I can't do that. I we've sort of already covered that area. Yeah. I was thinking about my, my thing about the, the most satisfying thing is when you have plans with someone and they cancel. Yeah. I think that's also your thing. Yeah, I kind of did have like a better than sex kind of thing. Mm. Like you, you, like you know, you take somebody out on a date for something that's better than sex, mm. and you kind of go and work a nine-hour shift in a factory, and then you go both sit down. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's um, yeah. You're just not on your feet anymore. Just taking the weight off your feet. Yeah, it's oh. pretty good. Yeah, and you've you've held in a piss that whole time. Mm. Then you sit down and, and piss. piss. <laughs> Both together. You don't sit down to pee, but you sit down and pee. Yeah. And uh, that's the real joy. Mm. Um, You're sitting down to get off your feet. Yeah. But then you pee. Yeah. 
Um, okay. Um, any nipple stuff? Do you think we need, like... Well, it's The nipple like, clamp seems aggressive. I think as a Those man, pinchers. though, it is hard to feel in too much enjoyment th- through your nipples. No, no. So, when, I mean, I was, when I was young, that was a, I was really into that. Really? Yeah. It's like just they were sensitive and it felt good? Not sensitive. Like, I just liked it the pinched. Really? <laughs> yeah. In a sexy way? Yeah. It kind of would... It would just be good. Okay. And then it would enhance. Oh, great. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about something or, that... Or, or bitten, kind of like, not a bitten, but like, you know, a lot of mouth pressure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. I'm, so, um, I'm sorry about that. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry that I, I sort of denied your sexuality or tried to erase your, your um, you know, your, that part of your being. My sexuality was actually quite hurt by that. And yeah. I appreciate your apology. Um, uh, what about... Uh, something though, but for guys like me who yeah. do, who don't really feel anything from their nipples, yeah, right. What if it's a sort of a device that sort of attaches to your nipples, yeah, right, but then has a series of pipes or wires down to your penis, <laughs> right, great, yeah. so that pressure applied to the nipples is referred down to the penis, great, as like the sexual the the pleasure sort of epicenter, mm-hmm. but it's almost like a cochlear implant. Right, that allows people to hear sounds, but not using their eardrum. Yeah. By going, I think, like putting electrical impulses directly into the like oral nerve, perhaps. I don't yeah, actually right. know how the cochlear implant implant works. Oh my god, that's embarrassing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but this is a uh, a cock nipple implant. Yeah. Not a cock cochlear implant. Well, cochlear nipple. I mean, if if you'd like, I can expand your idea, please, to just say like. It's it's just a whole sexual re- redirection yes. uh, device that takes all the aspects of sex that are not the maximum, mm. you know, that are not really built for mm. maximum enjoyment, but we do. Yes. Pulling of hair, scratching of back, yeah. squeezing of nipples. Well, you can now have any grasping feti- of buttock. Because there's exactly that you can now have any fetish you want, basically, mm. right? Because as it stands. Only people who have, like, a foot fetish really enjoy foot stuff. But what if you don't have a foot fetish, but you have a foot fetish fetish? Like, you would love mm. to be able to get off with your feet. Yeah. Well, now there's this thing, which is a kind of like a, a sensitive membrane film, mm-hmm. which you sort of put over your foot and shape it around your toes or yeah. whatever, and then it has a series of wires, cables, and pipes, which then go up to your penis yeah. or your <laughs> vagina or whatever thing you get the most pleasure out of yeah and it redirects it to that absolutely i think uh you know especially if you've got a partner who does have a foot fetish yeah and then you're just you're just a set of feet right yeah and then but they're they're sucking on your toes mm. right <laughs> and you're like i wish th- i know i was wish getting this something was for me th- i was getting something out of this they suck on your toes and and, and it <laughs> redirects that feeling or you know an interpretation of that mm. feeling straight to your penis yeah right but then you know they're scratching your back and it it takes that feeling and it and it puts it onto your penis, <laughs> or you know? vagina. Yeah, or vagina. You know, absolutely. Uh, actually, I think we need to correct it. I don't think it's even a vagina. It's a vulva, right? right. Everybody, we always say the vagina, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that's just the big hole. <laughs> right. Not that that's the part that you know, like that's what we no, want to no, call I'm it. No, no, I'm really sorry. I I feel like that's a fucking dumb thing. No, for, but it's for me but, to but, have got wrong. no, but we we all we all say that, and that is absolutely the the default. Right. Right? But we're all pretty much wrong. Right. The vulva, I think, is the whole package. Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, from what I'm gathering. Yes. I'm probably saying something incorrect. What are you gathering? Eh? <laughs> I'm gathering vulvas. <laughs> Leaves and... <laughs> um, and... And the vagina is the, 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 bigger, the biggest of the holes. Mm. I think the urethra is probably one of the... the, the is the smaller hole. If you were to rank them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, top three holes in a, in a vagina. Um, then uh, you know and then, then there's the clitoris which is not a hole mm. I think it's just a stem it's sort of like a nervy stem mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah anyway a nodule so yeah obviously you can also have it on your vulva um, yeah. and I don't know how it you know if it's sort of like you were saying were you saying something about like um, what's that that 
condition you have where you see colors. I, know I you didn't s- say that, but synesthesia. Sm- yeah, like it's sort of like a synesthesia for your great. For, for, you know, for the rest of your body to yeah. interpret everything that happens to your body into dick or vulva feelings. We call it synesthesia. That's the name of the device, but mm. we write it sin s i n. Yes, right? great. Like the sexy kind. Yeah, right. And uh, yeah, it, it just uh, allows sin- you to. S, big S. Sin, sin, ass. Ass. <laughs> and then th- the, the, th- the, <laughs> And then sia. Like the singer. Oh, yeah. Or like a seal. Great. Seal. Yeah. Seal. seal. Sin, ass, the seal. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a seal, and he's giving a thumbs up. <laughs> and he somehow has some kind of sinful ass. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe its ass is also giving a thumbs up, and it's got, like, sunglasses on. Is this, is this a kind of a, like a Sinbad the Sailor kind of a reference? Yeah. The Sin Ass the Seal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's wearing a turban. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's wearing a turban. That's what this is. Yeah. He's got oh a big. He's got a big scabbard. Yep. Scabard? Scabard. <laughs> he's got a big scabard. Alistair, okay. do we go through the sketches on these episodes, on the um, on the episodes of uh, Two in the Side Tank? You know what we Tits? can? We absolutely can. I don't think we did last time. Well, this time we are. Okay. Sex toy that becomes you. Yeah, right? you absorb sort of like it a, into you. Uh, and it could deliver... It can deliver sort of like a multivitamin, essential or nutrients, essential nutrients, or it can divide, uh, d- like give you sort of glow in the dark, uh, mm. you know, particles that enter all your right. cells. Well, these are like it, your different flavors of condom. Right? Yeah, or, these are all just different options. Or a euthanasia drug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Then we have the tram-based reverse panic room, which is a place where you can recreate that feeling of being on a sweaty, crowded tram or train or bus during peak hour and then you get out and then you get out or you, you can off. masturbate on there you yeah. use it how you want but it's just you know mm. it's 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 like an orgy without all the without the group sex yeah it's like an orgy but the bit where you get to leave like like being on pu- a crowded public transport is the closest thing to an orgy that you'll ever that's right be in a big mm. a big sort of like 50 person orgy mm. but without the sex yeah um, then there's the dry hump doll plus escape room experience. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a doll; it could be an action figure. I think yeah. if you want to sell it to men, you would um, you would make it a dry humping action figure. Mm. I don't know why suddenly men, when they reach their adulthood, they're like they're fine with buying dolls. Traction figure. Traction figure. Oh, that's good. Just I'll write that tra- down. Just trying to get a bit of traction. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. yeah, and then there's the sex toy that is most enjoyed in retrospect for the lady. And, uh, you know, it's a tough one. You fumble with it. But then eventually life experience teach you, teaches you how to both enjoy it, but then enjoy the good old days of your, uh, of your sort of uh, your naivete. Mm. You know, that's what... You know, coming of age. You're coming of age. And it, it shows... This is a, a device that shows you how far you've come. Yeah. It also, not come. it also makes you sort of ejaculate quite long distances. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's an extra toy, yeah. right? It's something that is just like a booster for your ejaculation, right? Say so, like if there's a fire or yeah, something like yeah. that, or just if you just want to come a long distance. Yeah, that's true. It's called how far we've come. How far? And, <laughs> and it goes on the end uh, of your penis, and as the or vulva. Or vulva. And as the uh, ejaculate of any kind goes past it, it just gives it a, uh, kicks it into gear yeah. with maybe a little bit of gas or something like that. And it sort really... Of, it's essentially the sex toy version of those those sort of yellow arrows that you get in Mario Kart that you roll over them and they just speed you up. Exactly. It could be just like a like a, a double-sided conveyor belt. Yeah. You know, like that... You know, did you ever see that device that launches those salmon through the pipe? No. Yeah. There's a device that launches salmon. Yeah, it's basically like two conveyor belts on either side, and then when the salmon swims into it, it goes thunk. thunk that's and it amazing. Gets them into well, that's what. That's exactly what this is. Yeah. But with sperm instead of salmon. Yeah. And 
What are sperm if not it's just essentially the oceans? The larva of salmon. What are salmon if not the ocean's sperm? Yeah, that's right. Then there's the uh, sexual redirection device. Mm. You know, get all get all that foreplay and other bodily stuff that isn't really the best thing, which yeah. is you know getting touched on your penis or vagina. Or you know vulva. what this this thing could do? It could it could really turn any physical action into a sexual thing, right? That's Say right. you're cleaning the dishes, mm. right? Instead of a scrubbing brush, brush, you've got the pad. You've got the redirection pad yeah. for, that feeds the sensation down oh, into your genitals. Just have your hands. It's like that's what the that's what the rubber gloves are that right, you're doing. Right, covered in sensors. They're covered in sensors. You dip dip in your hands in warm water. It's like mm. you're dipping. It's like you're, you're <laughs> it's like you're dipping your genitals in a warm <laughs> sink of <laughs> of dishwater. You're running your hand around the bowls. Around the bowls. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Oh, that's right. That that allows to You're scouring the pan. You're scouring. <laughs> that roasted onion's really on there. Yeah. You're you're uh, twirling around a wine glass, breaking it. Oh no. <laughs> cutting open your hand. But no, that's happening to your penis. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the how far we've come device that helps speed up your ejaculate and yeah. let it and All let right. it uh, be free on the trajectory it should have mm-hmm. been. Sort of like the pig in in the the um, Simpsons. Simpsons goes a really long way. And get stuck in that dam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a pig stuck in a dam pipe. Um. And you, you guys know all about... If you're listening to this, you know where we are. We don't need you, to tell you anything. Here. You found us already. Yeah. So thanks for coming. And uh, and sorry. And uh, thank you, Daniel K. I hope uh, these ideas were to your satisfaction. Yeah. And met your criteria, your Mate, exacting criteria. Your exacting criteria. Daniel K. And we like Love this. like this. <laughs> Love this. <laughs> <laughs> We, we do this one with animal noises instead of so- songs. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.